What's up, everyone? Just wishing you all love and peace during this time. Um, I just want to say thank you to all the Thought Warriors who have reached out, who have sent in their condolences, who have asked me how Van is doing. You know, I've been talking to him on and off. And, you know, this is a tough time, but he is ha is being surrounded by family and friends and a lot of love. And you guys have been a part of that. So once again, I just want to say thank you to the Thought Warriors community. And, you know, we've been kind of talking and figuring out what we could do. We miss you guys. We miss being able to, to, to talk to you twice a week. And we'll get back to doing things the way that we do on the High Learning Podcast. Podcast, but we also want to be respectful and we want to give Van this time um, to just grieve and to honor his father. And so we, and we appreciate you guys for giving him the time and the space to do that. We also want to take this time to honor Van's dad because we know he's was such an integral part of higher learning. And, you know, you can call him an honorary host on this show just from all the stories that Van would tell. And so we wanted to do a tribute that's honoring him because he's such and will continue to be a special, constant presence on this podcast, Mr. Van Lathan Sr. And we thought that it would be great if we would just compile some, if we compiled some of those stories that Van would tell so often on this podcast. I, I, I've already listened to it. And you guys, I'm literally laughing the entire time. I don't think I say more than five words. And I know that's how you guys were. And just listening to Van take us through memory lane and of all the, the advice and the lessons and the stories and the memories of his dad. So we just wanted to take this time for you guys to um, listen along, to enjoy and to honor Van Terry Lathan Sr. My pops, one time, my dad used to do this thing. As soon as the, my, the car would come, the, the, my dad had a big diesel dually truck, right? And you could hear his truck coming up the block, you know, when we lived in Gardea. You could hear his truck mm -hmm. coming up the block. And I knew that after having worked all day long, that my dad did not want to see me relax or having a good time at all. It was his worst nightmare to have gotten up at four, right? Uh -huh. Gone and worked construction. He owned a construction company. And then come home and see me playing like Mario Kart. He's not fucking with that. That's not what he likes. <laughs> he, he, like he, he wants to see you. If he wants to see when, when he comes home from all of that work, he wants to see you sitting down watching Bible studies on TV, polishing a student of the year trophy. That's what he wants to see. <laughs> like, so unrealistic. Like he wants to know that that work means something. Mm -hmm. But that's not what would be happening. Me and my homies would be in there on that fucking Madden. That's what we would be doing. And so as soon as I would hear the truck come up, I would tell my boys, I would be like, hey, y'all, hey, hey, sit up straight. Act like you're not having a good time. Sit up straight. Sit up straight right now. <laughs> Act like you just got bad news. Don't let this nigga see you having a good time. But it still didn't never fail. When he came home, find something to do. Like right away. Van, have you fed the horses yet? Not, well, not the horses. Not then. We weren't living in Zachary Lane. But like Van, you I fed was the dog. Like, you, we had, we did have horses, but later on, like okay. he's like, uh, it's like Van, you fed the dogs. I'd be like, yes, sir. We'll go check on them and make sure they're not hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> and when I would get, when I when I would get, when I would get up in my mind, I would be like, yes, sir. Did you have a great day at work, father? How are things? What would you need? Would you like me to draw you a bath? But in my mind, I'm thinking. <laughs> Yo, fuck you, dog. <laughs> I never thought that. Old black men are so funny. <laughs> One time, uh, we would we like we would have days at the house where we would um, 
we would let, let the horses out and get on three wheelers and ride around and like everybody would enjoy the country. My mom would cook and stuff like that. And so one day we were having one of those days and my boy Ian came over and, and, uh, and after he came over, you know, we were going to go out later on that night and go to the club and stuff like that. So Ian was like, I'm just going to bring a change of clothes and then I'm going to take a shower or whatever. I'm going to leave. I was like, all right, cool. And so, uh, my dad walks in the house, and then when he, when my when he sees Ian, Ian's coming from the bathroom with the towel on and the shirt, and he's going in my room so he can change. And I'm sitting on the couch playing video games with my other homeboy Ryan, and my dad goes, "Did Ian just take a shower in my house?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes. <laughs> I'll never forget this. He goes, you mean to tell me that nigga had his balls out in my house? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he did. Like, he had to take a shower, I would assume. I, I mean, I can't verify, but yeah, I would assume that his, his balls were out. Boy, don't you ever let another man come drop his nuts in my house. I'm like, and I remember looking at my mom and like, is he being serious right now? <laughs> Like no, no one can take a so shower. So you never had guests over, is what you're telling me. Not like that. Man, when I was a kid, I was instructed not to eat from anybody else's house. Yeah, no, that's that's would, that's big in, in with Black families. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, like, hey, Van, would you like something to eat? Nope. Van, you want something to eat? No. Van, seriously, we all about to eat dinner. You just not going to eat? No, I'm not eating your food. I don't want it. So definitely never anything like that. But... By this time, we had all known each other for such a long time. And I'm, I'm wondering if now my worst nightmare has come true, if I'm now my dad. I'm here to tell you, mm. you are him. Wow. Wow. It's interesting the way that happens right there. I love you, big guy. <laughs> From DeAndre Vallejos, what is something your parents told you when you were younger that you fully believed only to realize later it wasn't true? Example, you can't drive with the lights on inside of the car. Oh, uh, something that my parents told me when you were younger that you fully believed only to realize later. What a fucking fantastic question that it wasn't true. Um, I feel oh, like you probably that, have a really good story. Oh, I do, but we don't have a lot of time. That leaving the refrigerator open makes the entire house cool. No, it don't. It makes the stuff inside the refrigerator warm. But like I would leave the refrigerator open and my dad would be like, what you trying to cool off the whole house? What you doing? Close the door. It doesn't make the house cool at all. The stuff gets warm, but that doesn't make, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll keep it all the way gangster. 80% lies. That you were told as a kid? Eight out of 10, nigga. 80%. (laughs) 80% completely untrue. I know you don't. Because all your parents did was read you Bible verses. But like, right. But for me, literally, eight out of 10, like you go somewhere with your uncle, be like, who is that woman talking to uncle like that? Oh, that's just his friend. Don't worry about that. Don't tell your auntie nothing. All, like, I'm telling you, like, eight eight out of 10 lies. Lies. That he answers for me because I don't, he's right. They didn't really lie. At least I don't know if they did. They lied. Why? Why are we wearing a Santa hat? That's what people really want to know. Well, I'm wearing a Santa hat, okay, because I want to feel festive. Uh, oh. Santa hats make me feel good. It makes me, it harkens back to my childhood. And you know what? Also, how about this? I'm wearing a Santa hat 
because I, as a child, dreamed of the day where I too could do shit and not have anyone tell me anything about it. My dad used to say, close the refrigerator door, your air conditioning in the whole neighborhood. That statement <laughs> is stupid. That makes no sense. You just wanted it closed because you wanted it closed. Well, now it's my house and I wear the damn Santa hat. Uh, well, go ahead and I open the to. refrigerator then. I, I just might, do I it might. all. I might. And I remember very, I remember saying, people would say, uh, Van is whatever, Van whatever. And I would be like, whatever. My mom thinks I'm handsome. And I Aww. carried that like all the way through me with my life. Like my mom, she's like, my mom would look at me and she'd be like, boy, boy, you are so handsome. You look just like your daddy. I remember one time I thought I was actually in the Freddie. I thought I was, I thought Freddie was happening for real. I know I, I keep telling you guys stories like this, but I have fallen asleep on the couch. Okay. Okay, Van. I have fallen asleep on the couch. <laughs> and if we get my mom back on here, she'll remember this. I have fallen asleep on the couch. And when I woke up, I looked at the television and there was a commercial for Freddie's 1-900 number. Another, another commercial. And look, and look, when I woke up, all I saw, I remember, if you remember Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Freddie appears as an apparition in the TV and then he grabs a kid and he pulls him into the TV and he kills him. I remember I woke up and I saw Freddie on the TV and he's like, ha, 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 dial 1-900 Freddy Krueger, ha. And I leapt up and ran to the back and was pounding on my parents' door. How old? Maybe, oh man, seven or eight, <laughs> something like that. Maybe, seven, seven or eight, pounded on my parents' door. And my dad came out there. My dad came out there. <laughs> Like he didn't have no pants on, he, it, it almost hit me in the face. He like he, he came out there, boy. What's going on, boy? What's going? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger. And he said, "Nigga, if you don't get your motherfucking ass out of my face, talk about some Freddy Krueger, get your ass in your room and go to sleep. Get your ass." I'm like, yo, I'm scared. You're not gonna, hey, what's wrong, Terry? This nigga talk about some Freddy Krueger. This boy got to learn what's real and what's not. <laughs> what was scarier? Your dad in that moment? Or Freddy Krueger on TV? That's why I love my dad. That's why I love my dad. This is from Lena. Do you have a nickname that only family members or close friends call you? If so, what is it? Spanky. Is it really? Yeah. Why? My dad just called me that. Spank. Wow. You heard it here. You know the thought words are going to be calling you that. From Jessica Fisher, what is your favorite holiday tradition? One was like me and my sister waking up early. Me and my sister had a cold word. Uh, it was turbo. So I would come to my sister or she would wish it, she would wish turbo to me, turbo or jumbo. And that would mean it's time to get up and go down and get the presents, right? Mm -hmm. like that, that, and that was like something every single year until we stopped doing that. Boy, childhood is the best. Every single year right. until we stopped doing that, like that was amazing. My second favorite one, uh, Christmas tradition or holiday tradition is my dad fucking over his relatives. Okay. If there's ever more than 10 Lathans, my dad is going to fuck over somebody. Why? Because everybody gets on his nerves. He never wants to be around. My, what my father has more than anything is undiagnosed social anxiety. Okay. Doesn't like to be around a lot of people. Neither does just, mine. Just doesn't enjoy it, right? If it's at his crib, it's 
10 of, of me and my friends and stuff like that. For some reason, he's cool. When he gets around the rest of the family, he gets irritable, right? He gets super irritable and anything can set him off. And before you know it, like <clears throat> you're, you're, everybody's having a good time. They knew normally once everybody relaxes, you hear, you know what, nigga? <laughs> and, and, then, and then my mom would just, and then my, my, my mom would just look and it's time to break out. It's like, it's, 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 it's time to, it's time to break out. It's time to break out. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, what happened? She's like, it doesn't matter what happened this time. You knew it was going to happen. We, we, we're not going to make it. So to, we'll come back funny. and get your presents tomorrow. <laughs> every, never fails. For some reason, we were talking about, because uh, one of our producers, Trudy, she got brand new hair did. And I was fresh like. Fresh press. Fresh press. When the girls would get their hair did, I would sing the mohair song for them when they, when they got on the bus, because mohair was where they went. And then I looked up mohair. Mohair is still open. That is so amazing that mohair is still open after all of these years. Mohair was open when I was in middle school. Next time you um you go back home, you should visit. You should tell them about the song. Maybe you now that they've grown, they've gotten bigger. Maybe they're in the in the mood to advertise. Maybe yeah. you know you know what I'm saying. Like yes. you can help them out a little bit. Mohair. I got my hair cut at Mohair one time. Oh, they cut hair too. Okay, so it's, they would right. also they would have a barber in there sometimes. But then what happened was. The barbers that were in Mohair, they then left Mohair and started their own barbershop. And I can't remember what the name of the barbershop Mo was. Mo Cuts. It wasn't Mo Cuts because they were branching. <laughs> oh, <that'd be> genius. <laughs> <laughs> they had branched off. It was something. It was, it was Orlando and all of those guys are over there cutting hair. And uh, I, I remember just going by there, my dad would be in there. And my dad would be in there getting his haircut. Didn't even tell me he was going to get his haircut. I'm running around here, you know, looking crazy on top of my head. My dad's in there with a fresh lineup. That's how they, that's how they do you. We, li- we lived in Dallas for like, we lived in, De- I never told you this. We lived in DeSoto for a little while. Oh, yeah. We lived in DeSoto for a little while. So like my dad used to go, I'm going to Catfish Floyd's. And he'd go there and get some catfish. <laughs> still some of the best fried catfish I ever had. I don't know if it's still open down there in Dallas. Cass, Catfish there's, there's another place. I'm going to, if you're ever right. in Dallas. I'll Loved it. I walked in on my parents <laughs> one time. I, that, I knew you were going to tell this story. How old were you? How old were you? And did you understand what was happening? 12. Oh, was, you fully it was, understood. It was 1992. Oh, wow. Do you want to hear the story? I don't think I have a choice at this point. Okay. So it was a Sunday morning. I remember it being a Sunday morning. It was a Sunday morning. I had friends over the night before, and thank God that they left. Uh, (laughs) I had friends over the night before, and there was some talk about whether or not they were going to spend the night. And I never liked to have friends spend the night on Saturday night because it made Sunday too sad. I'd rather you spend the night on Friday night, and then we could hang out all day Saturday, and then you go home. Because Sunday... You know, school's coming again on Monday. I was never a big Sunday guy. Like, people love okay. Sunday. But Sunday, to me, just always meant that... I love... I still love Sunday. I, nah, Sunday, you got to wake up. Sat, Friday and Saturday is the lick. And even Thursday. I like Thursday. Anyway, back to the story. So my friends had left. And... Um, but they had left late. Like, late okay. for kids. Like, 11, 30, 12. Their mom had come pick them up. They went back. She was a nurse. She worked double shift. Shout out to Jabril and Ashley. And... Uh, I'm in my room 
and I remember I was in my room. It was uh, my comic books were right next to the bed. We had been watching comic. We had been uh, reading comics, and the light from the sun wakes me up, and I wake up, and we were living on General Taylor in Baton Rouge in Hermitage Subdivision. My room was uh, when you turn down the hall. My room was the first room, and then my parents' room was at the end of the hall. Okay, and I heard clack, 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 and I'm like the fuck is that but you know it's sunday it's sunday morning and it was always hit or miss whether or not there was going to be like a big sunday breakfast okay so if i woke up and mom wasn't cooking any times hold on i need the stress ball for this hold on <laughs> wow are we sure we want to tell this story uh, of course so if i woke up and there was no breakfast cooking i would just go back to sleep because what's the point of waking up if there's no goddamn cheese eggs you know and you and grits so I try. So I wake up and I try to roll over and back, go back over to sleep. But the sound is like definite. It's like clack, 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 and it won't stop. And I'm like, this goes on for maybe five, six minutes, and I'm trying to lay down and go to sleep, and I, I just can't. I can't get around it. Like I can't get around it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so I'm thinking maybe something's going on back there. Maybe dad is fixing something or I just will now want to know what's happening. And I remember I wake up and I'm, I get outside of the, my, my door and very slowly I'm walking down and the sound is coming for their room. And the door was wide open. The door was open. The door was <laughs> wide open. Did they think you were asleep open. that you thought, weren't in the house? I thought that they they probably thought that I was asleep. When I say the door was wide open, the door was wide open. <laughs> and I turned around and I looked and dad was on top of mom and it was it was huffing and it was puffing and there was some shit talking. Okay? And How long were you in the doorway? I, it took me a second for me to register what I was looking at. <laughs> And like, I, I definitely froze. And it took me a second to register like what I was looking at. And so I'm looking. And I'll never forget. Mom is getting her eagle don't, on. Don't and, and, stop and, about the mom is getting her eagle on. And dad is working. I mean, and he's working so much. And he's got his hand, his left hand on the headboard. To like, oh, there's the noise. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and it's clack, 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 clack. And, and, and so... <laughs> I'm standing there and all of a sudden I hear <gasps> and it's my mom <laughs> and my dad turns around and he comes towards the door, right? And when he comes towards the door, his shit is going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. He's like, his shit is like a, I don't know, man. It's like a, you know, like a thermometer or like something like that. It's going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and, and he's and it's coming he's like coming toward me he's coming toward me he's got his shirt on he's shirt cocking it he's got his shirt on and the thing is just flapping he flap flapping he flap and it's coming towards me and i'm like shit and he slams the door and i hear i told you to goddamn turn the goddamn close that door i told you that boy gonna be crazy now he gonna be scarred <laughs> tell you a story about my father real quick because you know, a lot of times my dad would say that he was going to come somewhere and then he would just never show up. But it, it, but oh what but what there's something else. There's one thing that he did that was so awesome. I wanted a Batman video game and uh, and like my father 
And my father was like, we, can't, we're not, we don't have no money for no video games. We don't have it. Just fuck all that. You don't get no video games. I'm like, God damn. And I come home one day. I'm like, yo, dad, seriously. It's like, can, we ha- can I have the game? It's like, can I have the video game? He goes, no. No video games. As a matter of fact, take your ass out there and video game your ass with that lawnmower. So when I go out there <laughs> to get the, the lawnmower, the game is taped to the lawnmower. Oh, and, and that's so, really special. And, and yeah, and so I look over and he is just laughing his head off. It's so fun torturing me. But I thought about it. If he had just bought me the games when I wanted them, that wouldn't be a special memory. So that's the kind of dad I'm going to be with the Thought Warrior community. I'm going to be the, the 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 dad that only comes through 10% of the time, but you really remember it. And you keep telling yourself for your whole life. Wow.